he touched down not even four hours that ago. That was a quick trip, but as you said, very impactful. He has allocated uh, to invest in police departments and training of police officers. It appears as though uh, the president did have a slight trip there as he's boarding uh, Air Force One. No matter what their cost, 2, 10, 12, 15, oops, stepping on them. There's a. It's black, anyway. Look at how he steps and look how I step. Watch how I run up ramps and he stumbles down ramps, okay? Come on. He's at the Air Force Academy. He actually fell down. Well, I hope he wasn't hurt. I hope he wasn't hurt. But it's the whole thing is, look, the whole thing is crazy. You got to be careful about that. You got to be careful about that because you don't you don't want that. Even if you have to tiptoe down a ramp, you got to. The pride flag, this flag, does not represent me. When you're a conservative gay and you have conservative traditional values, it doesn't represent you. I am tired. I am tired of this community trying to represent me and the millions of people that support people like me. And the people in this building are upset because they think that they're being marginalized. Do you see Chinese people in here upset that we're not flying the Chinese flag on Chinese New Year's? No, you see my community, the gay people that wanna be marginalized, that make victims of ourselves. This flag that I'm standing on no longer represents me. This is not your fault, I'm not yelling at you. I'm upset because people like this are constantly representing my community. They make us look like fools. They make us look dumb. And I'm tired of it. This flag does not represent everyone with liberty and justice for all. That flag, this flag, the American flag, 13 stripes and 50 stars represent us. Not this. Not this. And if the gay community would wake up, we wouldn't have this pushback. Stop indoctrinating children, and these types of things wouldn't happen. One more thing. One more thing. Do you know where I can find a trash can? Shopping under lock and key may be the new reality, as thieves get away with stealing goods over and over again from stores like CVS and Walgreens. The latter chain debuting a new anti-theft store this week where almost everything is locked up. This is amazing. Customers are only allowed to shop for themselves in two of the aisles. The rest of the store, locked up. Kiosks. The chain says 
this new experience is all about technology. They're framing it as very exciting. Here's a quote to a local news affiliate. Walgreens is testing a new experience at this store with new concepts, technologies, and practices to enhance the experiences of our customers and team members. It will continue to offer retail, retail products and pharmacy services just with a new look <laughs> and feel that focuses on shopping digitally for convenience. Well, even though Walgreens didn't mention anything about the theft problems in that statement, the chain is one of many dealing with a big uptick in shoplifting. Even security guards who try to intervene and stop criminals like this one in New York City are getting arrested themselves. Welcome. Welcome to another Monday. Yes. <laughs> another fun day. Another fun day. Another fun bunch of stuff happening in the, in the world. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, well, it's it's Pride Month, so we're proud, right? I'm very proud. Very proud here in the. Uh... You know, see, I've got my pride colors behind me. You do. Look at you representing. I have I my am. pride colors behind me. Yeah. Well, you have my pride colors behind you as well. But yes, yes, indeed. Much, much like all the corporate assholes, I'm pretending that I'm celebrating Pride Month by by flying colors. <laughs> there was a lot in that uh, last bunch of stuff I played, uh, or we played, but the the Walgreens story is amazing to me. You know, I love I, this. I love it. It's about time. Uh, we do have Jim Renacy coming up here in just a little bit. He'll be joining the show. Uh, looking forward to that. Um, yeah, going to ask Jim about that debt deal that's going on. A lot of Republicans complaining about it. Uh, also get Jim's, uh, I guess, thoughts on, on Biden. who can't stay upright and uh, what the future of the country holds. So let's see what he's well, doing. Seems like it's falling down just like Biden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that was the best, man. Uh, Biden complaining about Trump and uh, you know, Trump was you know, walking gingerly down a ramp when it was raining. Oh, by the way, the ramp was wet. Right. Um, but then Biden falls everywhere that he goes. Yeah, the best is though is the bike though. The best is he stopped on the bike and just tumbles over. <laughs> it just falls over. <laughs> I got one leg, and I think I can stand up better than he can. <laughs> the guy needs a kickstand on his leg. <laughs> he really needs, like, a kickstand on each leg just to hold him up. <laughs> but I, uh, the Walgreens story entertains me because Walgreens is now introducing, and they call it technology. Yeah. And it's a store where you could walk in, and there's only two aisles to shop, and the rest you have to go to, like, a kiosk and kind of order stuff. Mm -hmm. And then the team members will get your stuff and bring it to you. And they call it technology. Right. Now, again, it, the, the guy mentioned it. It didn't mention anything about the theft that's going on in every single one of these stores. Yeah. Oh, and, and that's that's 100% why we're having it. You know, and, and this is, again, I'm for this technology personally. As far as I'm concerned, I say close all the aisles. Order everything the same way you can do with Walmart. Order it a day in advance and have them deliver it to you. Absolutely. I mean, I, I'm for it. You know, because you, you can't, you cannot keep having, you can't keep having people rob you blind. And the only problem I have with this whole thing with the Walgreens is that they're not telling the truth about it. Yeah. Just be honest. Just say we're doing it because we're getting robbed blind. Just, just stop lying. Stop lying. It's about technology or it's about cost cut. Stop it. 
It's about you're getting all of your bullshit robbed blind and people don't care. You know, I, I mean, if you're on Twitter at all, you can just do any Twitter search for shoplifting and you can find a thousand videos of people. Remember, did you ever, did you ever shoplift ever? No, I, I told the story one time where I tried to steal uh, porn magazines and I stuffed them down my, my pants when I was a kid and I got caught because the pages were hanging out my, my pants. But no, so you that. tried. You I tried, tried, though. I did try. Yeah. I used to shoplift. I ain't got to lie. I, I used to. Me and my friend Scott used to rob the local Kmart blind. You know, but there was an art to it. There was a secrecy to it. There was a sneaking around doing it to it. Today... People just casually walk in, grab whatever they want, walk out, knowing that nobody will stop them. Well, that's it. There's no consequences for your yeah. actions anymore. I mean, in some states, I think California, you're allowed to steal up to like $900 and $400, $500, whatever dollars it is, mm-hmm. without any consequences at all. Yeah. I mean, you could walk in, just take what you want, and then walk out. Which to me says, to, to me, you know what that says? Why would anybody pay for groceries anymore? Yeah, why not? Just go in and steal them. Just go in and grab $300 worth of groceries. If nobody's I mean, going to stop you, who cares? You have, you have security guards who try to stop, and then they're the ones that are getting arrested. You have people that yeah. try to stop crimes. They're the ones that are getting arrested. You have people that are trying to do the right thing, and they're the ones that get in trouble. There's yeah. a problem in this country, and, and, and you know, people on certain sides of the aisle don't seem to understand that there is a problem in this country, and that's the agenda that they're pushing. Yeah. Whether well, the, it's the, the whole agenda is lack of consequence. That is the agenda, is just lack of consequence. And I got news for people. This, this Walgreens thing, I, again, I wish they would say that this is why they're doing it, but this is a consequence. This is a consequence of them not being able to protect their merchandise. This is what happens. It's the same reason you have kiosks in every McDonald's in the country now. Because, you know, because they, they don't want to pay they don't want to pay people $15 an hour for an $8 an hour job. No, but and it's getting bad. And wherever you go, if you go to like a Walmart anymore, it, you, can't, you don't even have to go through a checkout where there's a person. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're making it easy for people to take stuff. Yeah. I mean, you have to go through a self-checkout aisle. They're, they don't want to hire people to sit at a counter and, and, and check out your stuff. Yeah. And what They put an 80-year-old person, no offense to the 80-year-old people out there, but they put an 80-year-old person at the... <laughs> Yeah. At the door to check your receipt or to make sure you're not taking stuff. I saw a video the other day of a, a, a woman and a, her boyfriend or whoever, and they were walking out with three carts filled with like Tide, whatever, detergent or, or crap like that. Mm-hmm. That's all it was. It's just three huge shopping carts of that. And there was an 80 year old person trying to stop them at the door. Well, that wasn't going to happen. And that, yeah, no. that person got pushed aside and they dragged all their carts out to the car and they took their license plate off so nobody could take a picture of it and they drove off. Yeah. And they really didn't even need to do that because what are they going to do? They've already said they're not going to do anything. They're going to let you steal it. And now, just like every other case, instead of people trying to stop them and being good people, they take their phones out and they videotape what's yeah. going on and they record it and they put it on Twitter, they put it on Facebook, they put it on wherever. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, everybody's idea of, of fun and entertainment anymore. I guess it's mine. I watch it. Yeah. Well, dude. But let's be honest. What What's the alternative? The alternative is, is you step in, and then they say that you that you beat them or something, and then you get in trouble. Well, and that, you know that's the problem that we have in this country. It goes back to almost everything that's going on. 
I'm not a right versus left kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I follow a, a certain path that I think is correct, and yeah. I'm more of a right versus wrong kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't think that the shoplifting is a good thing. I don't think that this garbage that go, is going on with Target or Bud Light is is good. I, I don't care about your sexuality. What I care about is just not promoting it towards children. Uh, I mean, there, there's an attack in this country on the Christians. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you want to go to a baseball game, you have to sit there and watch these sisters of perpetual indulgence, whatever they're called, um, you know, blatantly yeah. uh, attacking Christianity. I, I, there's a problem going on. And it seems to be, again, I don't want to be left versus right, but it seems to be a left agenda. Well, yeah, it is. And, and I mean, Pride Month, exa- you know, it amplifies it because, there. I mean, there's a couple of truths in Pride Month, first of all. And you played that, that video, which is dead on, that guy just hating Pride Month, basically, or hating and the, he's pride, a the gay, gay guy. Flag. Yeah, the gay guy that hates the gay flag and hates what it represents. and and But right now we are at such an impasse. The, the, um, the people with the money are just pushing it in your face. You know, we did a thing on the CMS on Saturday where I just blindly, without even looking, opened up my Peacock account just to prove how the agenda is. And the very first thing that said that it said is let's amplify LGBT XYZ PDQ voices. That's the first thing it said. First thing that comes up on Peacock. So we clicked on it and there was a hundred different movies and shows and documentaries that were all geared toward it. They're just pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. Well, now you're finally, finally getting pushback. People don't care if they're called a homophobe anymore. People don't care if they're called a racist anymore, a transphobe, or any of the phobes or the ists. When when you're called a name now, the answer is pretty much F you. You know, it's not, it's not oh, I better be quiet because I don't want anybody to think I really am a racist or a homophobe. And, the, uh, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Uh, last night, I opened up, I, I went to my... Uh... To watch TV mm-hmm. and Cox Cable has like a home screen, and it said, Of course, it had it's Pride Month, blah 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 blah. And then it said, Click on the kid zone, yeah. Okay, well, this is not a kid's topic anymore. You know, I'm sick and tired of people saying, Oh, well, okay, here, here's one comment. I'm talking to him uh, this afternoon, yeah, let's not threaten target workers with violence as they leave work. No, of course not. You shouldn't be threatening anybody, but one, I haven't seen the violence towards. Um, target workers or anybody that, you know, uh, but you know yeah. what's happening. What is happening is the push of this stuff, this agenda towards children. They are grooming children to this this woke agenda. Whether it's stealing, whether it's the Pride Month, whatever it is, there is yeah. a push to groom children in a certain direction. Yeah. Well, here I'm gonna. You, and that's you, my you, job is to groom my child the way that I want her groomed or him groomed well, it and used to direct them job. the way that I want them to be directed. Not Cox Cable, yeah. not Target, not Bud Light. It's my job. Well, it used to be your job. Now it's everybody else's job. And you're failing for not giving them the right agenda. You you brought this up. So I'm going to give you a, I'm going to give you a one minute video. That video I said I was holding. Yes. You went right to the topic, which is perfect. So let me share the screen here. I'm going to share with you a, uh, a children's book. 
Mom and Dad's Swinger Party. Oh, good. Mom and Dad's Swinger Party. My parents are swingers, just like me. And tonight they're planning a swinger party. Mum went online to find some new friends. They do it like this every weekend. It starts with a contract and a bowl full of keys. Everyone looking for unicorns. Yes, please. They watch a few movies, give balloons to the boys. Ah, balloons. Everyone sleeps over and makes lots of noise. That is why every night I pray to have a swinger party for my birthday. The end. <laughs> Are you shitting me? That's clearly a, a kid's book. Yeah, yeah. It's not written for adults. It's not written in the in the satirical form for for adults. It is one hundred percent a kid's book. Yeah. Well, at least they got you know they did a did a prod by getting racist correct. They mixed all the races and everything was fine, so they can't be yeah. called racist. Um, but yeah, th- this is disgusting. What's going on? Yeah. I mean, this is normal. This is this is this is what they want to be normal now. It's fucking Sodom and Gomorrah. I hate to tell, and I'm as pervy as anybody, so I I don't want to sound like I'm like high moral ground guy. Jesus Christ, I log more hours on Pornhub than most people do at work. So you know, I, I'm not gonna try and and be the the moral superior person on any level. But that's too far. It's too anything with the kids is too far. But that's the problem, Chris, is that it's all way too far. I, I, you know, I was talking with my dad earlier, and I was telling him there's video out there that I just saw today mm-hmm. of a pride parade that was going on. And again, I don't give a shit what you want to do. Have your parades. have Whatever parade you want to have, have it. Yeah. But it was a parade where on the back of a float, there was a guy who was wearing nothing but a black G-string, and he was being wrapped around his neck with a uh, a leather cord by another man. And this is on the back of a parade float where, and you see in the background, children are at. One, screw the parents for making that kind of decision to take your kids to something like that. But who is letting this stuff happen? Why is that okay? If I did the same thing to my wife on the corner of this street, I'd be arrested and thrown in jail. Yeah. But apparently that's okay to flaunt in front of children on a, in a parade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's, dude, it's out of control now. We want to normalize everything because we want to accept everybody because it is forced acceptance at this point. And I don't care who the hell I piss off with that. Turn it off if you don't want to hear it. But it is. It's forced acceptance. It is. And we're forcing people to because if you say that you don't want you, you don't like it, you don't want to see it, then you're a racist. You're a homophobe or everything else. I am not. I am none of the above. Yeah. But I I don't need it forced. And I certainly don't need kids to be watching it. See, I'm going to agree with your dad here. I'm going to agree with him. If you go into Target, you're right. You don't have to buy anything. I, I disagree fully that they should have to take the stuff out of the stores. I disagree with it. But then, if we're going to go by what your dad is saying right here, 
then I'm going to go one step further. Don't be on the news media saying that it's economic terrorism if if somebody that doesn't share that view doesn't shop there. Absolutely. Because it's not. It's absolutely not. I say Target, Target should fly gay flags in every department in their place if that's what they choose to do. If they want to have everything from tucking diapers to tucking coffins, I don't care. You can have it all over the place, and that's fine. But don't be hammering me when I choose not to shop there. Just don't do it. You know, that's that's the biggest problem that we have now is it's not acceptance anymore. It's not tolerance anymore. It's, it's celebrate it. We're not supposed to tolerate it anymore. We all tolerate it. Absolutely. We all tolerate it. You know, I mean, I own a brick and mortar business and some guy comes in with a beard and a dress. I take his $25 and I say, welcome, my friend, come in and play. That being said, it's not like I run up and down the aisles of my, of the pinball palace going, yeah, look, look at this weirdo right here wearing the dress right (laughs) on, dude. Cause I'm no, I don't, you know. To me, it's to me, it's you know fucked up. But I'll take his money. I'll take his money, and I'll make him feel the way I would any other customer. Come in and play pinball if that's what you want to do. I'll tolerate you. I'm not going to celebrate you. And that is that's where we're at now. It used to be tolerance. Now that we've all gotten to where we tolerate it, now it needs to be celebrated. Now we need a month to promote it. Now we need every goddamn TV show to celebrate it and and focus on it and make it the feature so that you can't get away from it. You know, it, it, am I wrong on any of this? No. And and again, what I don't like is you have people like Nickelodeon and places where it's supposed to be geared towards children doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's I, my it's again a parent's job to teach kids what's going on and what they're it, and for a kid to figure out their sexuality as they grow up and grow older, it's not a network's job to force it. It's yeah. not a network's job to promote it, like you said, to celebrate anything. It's there to... <laughs> I don't know. It's frustrating to me. And it's frustrating. You know, we brought up a, a story where there was apparently somebody that went into a Target and they had scissors with them. Yeah. And they stood there and they cut up their card in front of them. Well, that person's one step away from... Stabbing those scissors into somebody's eyeballs. Yeah. No. Uh, they cut their card up in frustration because of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Target has been long doing this kind of garbage. When they took away uh, the colors and, and, and stuff and for toys for boys and girls and, and clothing for boys and girls and made it all one. We are not all one. Yeah. I hate to tell people, but there are a difference between men and women, boys and girls. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to believe it or not, it's called biology. Yeah. And again, you've got every right to not shop there. I agree. Again, I'm going to go back to agreeing with your dad. You don't have to shop at at Target. You don't have to shop at Walmart. You don't have to shop anywhere. You know, I mean, that's, and like for me personally, not, not because of this issue, but I've never shopped at a Target. I don't think I've ever even been in a Target. And, and you know what? I don't agree with what they're doing right now. So should I need a pair of socks or something? My decision's made a little bit easier because yeah, I know I'm not, not to go there. to Target. You know, but that's my business. I don't need I don't need the attention of, hey, look at me. I'm not shopping at Target. Some people want that. The person with the with the scissors and whatever, you know, cutting up their cards, they want the attention. That's cool. 
But correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't Maxine Waters tell us to go and disturb the public? Absolutely. Isn't that what she said? Yes. If you want to protest, make noise. Make it uncomfortable for them. Make them feel scared. You know? Uh, Wait. Here. I I have a... It's a two-minute long video, but let me just... Let me just show you what the left says. But when the right says something and tries to push back, we're racist, we're homophobe, we're horrible people. Let me let's talk about the left for a little bit. Okay. So I want to say this plain and simple. There is no place for political violence in America. Period. None. Ever. I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. Maybe there will be. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. Enemies of the state. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. Do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless. When they go low, we kick How do you resist the temptation to run up and wring her neck? Biggest terror threat in this country is white men, most of them radicalized right up to the right. I thought he should have punched him in the face. I said, even if you lost, he insulted your wife. Yes. He came down the escalator and called Mexicans rapists and murders. He said, well, what do you think I should have done? I said, I think you should have punched him in the face and then gotten out of the race. You would have been a hero. I'd like to punch him in the face. I said, if we were in high school, I'd take you behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Punch some people in the face. When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump, and that's a fact. Where is John Wilkes Booth when you need I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. A Missouri state senator is under investigation by the Secret Service after saying she hopes President Trump is assassinated. I will go and take Trump out tonight. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. And sadly, the domestic enemies to our voting system and wow. our honoring our Constitution are, are right at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They're not going to stop before Election Day in November, and they're not going to stop after Election Day. And that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't, they're not going to let up, and they should not. If you think we're rallying now, you ain't safe. It's about time maybe the right stands up and does something. Well, the left has like been promoting are. violence for a very long time. Yeah, I mean, it's not like this lady went down and burned down Target and every other building in the city that whatever Target city this Target was in. You know, we somehow allowed that and said, well, it's just a, it's it's just peaceful protesting <laughs> when they burn down our cities. Right. And it gets really, really annoying because, again, it's it's okay for one side. It's not okay for the other. Mm-hmm. And I don't see the riots going on. I see backlash when it comes economically to certain companies that decide that they <laughs> want to go a certain direction. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, for fuck's sake, that's our right. Yeah. That's our right as Americans to say enough is enough. You know, they did. The left decided enough was enough. On the, and they decided to say what they want to say. If I would say I want to blow up the White House, there'd be people here at my doorstep asking mm-hmm. me, what do you mean? But Madonna was allowed to say it, and, and nothing happened to her. Yeah, nothing. Not a, not a word. Well, hell, the representatives were saying it. Maxine yes. Waters, go go harass people. Anywhere you see them, harass them. 
you know, what is that? Johnny Depp sat there and said, when was the last time? <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous what everybody's allowed to get away with, except if you're on the right, if you have a different opinion, all of a sudden, again, you're a racist, mm-hmm. you're a homophobe, and you should be uh, ashamed of what you think and ashamed of what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, dude, it, it's it's really... It, I, I've been down the rabbit hole this week of President Kennedy's assassination. I just, I don't know how I got down this. I, I think I watched, I, I started by watching that movie Parkland with um, yeah. Billy Bob Thornton. And then from there, there's like a zillion documentaries on YouTube and whatnot of, about Kennedy. So I've just been watching them. And I watched one, it wasn't a documentary, but it's just all of the video of news reporting for President Kennedy the day he was killed. And just the level of respect that was given the office. And all of those people that were there were not Kennedy people. Most of them were not Kennedy people. They were they were absolutely, you know, anti-Kennedy. And they still were like, and here comes the president and Mrs. Kennedy and the president looks so dapper and blah, 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 blah. You know, everybody was so polite for somebody that they did not like. Yes. And when there was outrage, for the very most part, they brought him in. You know, when somebody made even an off, and this is even in my lifetime, dude, I can remember, I, I hated Bill Clinton for a lot of reasons, but mainly because because he was shutting down the bases while I was in the military and I was watching a lot of my friends get retired early, you know, and it really, really pissed me off to no end seeing this going on. That being said, you couldn't just go out there and say, ah, that Bill Clinton, I wish he'd catch a bullet. You couldn't say that. You could, if you would have, if I would have said that, I would have been arrested on the spot. On the spot, they would have arrested me. Yeah. You know, now it's just like, Whatever, it's it's a transient position, so who gives a shit? You know, no one cares. And I and I think it's in a way, it's correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I think it's a it's a twenty however many year old problem. Started with GW two. Yes. George George Bush was kind of a clown and it and it became acceptable to just say, Look at this goofball. You know, it get it got acceptable to not refer to him as the president or maybe even further back. It might, might even go back to Clinton with Lewinsky, but <laughs> he did kind of start it all when it yeah, came to that. But, but I, so even if we go back to that Clinton with Lewinsky, you started dealing with him as a guy that gets blowjobs instead of the leader of the free world. And then you went to George, George jr. That was the, you know, he was kind of a clown. Let's be honest. He, he said a lot of stupid things. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then by then, then you get, Who's after him? Obama? Is that right? Obama's after him? Yeah. That was an easy target. You know, A, the racists all came out to hate on Obama, and B, B, he just said things that were so anti-American that it brought out all the patriots to hate him as well. And now, you know, Trump, Trump is Trump. You know, he didn't play the game, so he got hated. And but my point is, as we've gone through this line of these last four or five presidents, they're all just bigger. There's no respect anymore for the office and none, none earned, you know, tell as much as I can't stand Biden, as much as I love seeing him fall down. 
tell me something he's done I should respect. Anything. I, I don't know. I, I can't think of anything. I, 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 I think about it all the time. I, you know, because I, I try to, you know, to listen to the other side and I try to hear, you know, about these different programs that he started or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's all a bunch of garbage. Yeah. And so I, I, no, I don't know. There's nothing that I can. Yeah. If somebody, has it in, if somebody has it in the chat, tell us something we should respect about him. Tell us a bill he passed, a law he passed, anything. Anything that this guy has done that is a respectable thing for the American people, for all of the American people, not just the half that that he stands for, but for all American people. You know, I've said this a zillion times. I'm not a Reagan guy. I think Reagan torpedoed the economy for the rest of our lives. That being said, he was respectable. He did do some some fin- fantastic things. You know, you can't you can't argue bring down the wall. You can't argue. Yeah. I, I mean, I and I never would. I, I never would say anything like that. I never would say he was a terrible president. I say he screwed up the economy, and I'll stand by that. But he he did great things as well. You can find great things that he did. Bill Clinton, who was a monumental piece of shit, last <laughs> guy to balance the budget. He is the last guy to put a balanced budget on the table. Yeah, man. You, I don't remember. I remember those days when the gas was like ninety six cents a gallon. Yeah, I was around the money that I made wasn't. Much less than I ended up making in my uh, my time at, at the radio station, and I was living high, man. I enjoyed my sure. time when when Bill Clinton was president. Yeah, but I mean, at least you can see, at least you can point to something with that guy, who we all argue was a real piece of garbage, and say, yeah, well, he did something respectable. That is a respectable thing to balance a trillion dollar budget. That's a respectable thing. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Good point. Good point. He's ready to be lit on fire, apparently. <laughs> My favorite video that I played, though, is the one of, he, uh, of Biden talking about uh, Trump walking up the ramp or down the ramp when it was a wet ramp and he was tiptoeing down. And then you see all these videos of him just falling all over the place. I, yeah, I, I'm still waiting for somebody to comment on what uh, he's done, though. Nobody's going to because there's nothing. Joe Biden stood the corn pop. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, he smelled a lot of hair. I don't know what he's done. Well, he's yeah. Really, he's a shampoo expert, apparently. He is a shampoo expert. <laughs> Jim Renace is supposed to be joining us uh, shortly. We'll That's see fine. If yeah. he actually, after this I, open, if he actually does. He might be watching right now. So I'm not going on yeah, that show. I'm not going on that show. <laughs> Going to pass. But he used to go on Triv. I mean, Triv wasn't, you know, Triv said a lot of stuff. Yeah. I'm sure he'll come on. That book yeah. thing that you played, somebody, and then. Yeah, I mean, what is. That's what is I'm that... saying. The country's lost its mind. The country yeah. has absolutely lost its way. And, and there's no way for the people on the other side to stand up without being accused of being something horrible. You know, why can't. The Dodgers are letting the. Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence go there and stand up and say, hey, man, maybe this isn't right. People are talking about it could be the end of his career. Yeah. Yeah. Well, where what happened to anything being universally condemned? We don't have anything anymore. Dude, we don't condemn. We don't even condemn pedophiles as you with universal condemnation. 
That's probably the closest that we come is with pedophiles. But, I mean, even murder. When you see somebody was murdered, there will be a collection of people who say, well, he was justified to do it because of 300 years of oppression or whatever. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, there's, there's never a time when you can look at somebody and say, this guy was robbing a store and he got gunned down by the police. And then everybody's like, yep, he deserved it. It just doesn't happen anymore. And that's the biggest part of the problem right now. There is no... There is no holding people accountable for their actions. None. No, I, I just saw a woman. I can't remember her name. Can't be that popular because I don't. I've never heard of her. Uh, but she was on a red carpet of an award show, mm-hmm. and it was like the second year in a row that she said the same thing. Somebody asked her, "Who are you voting or who are you hoping wins tonight?" Mm-hmm. And her response was, "I pulled the video. I don't have it now." The um, her response was, "I'm hoping all the black people win." Oh well, good. Glad and, you, glad you have, glad you care about the actual craft. But again, if somebody was to go on the red carpet in the opposite direction, say, I'm, yeah. "I'm hoping all the white people would win," that woman would be thrown out of whatever acting guild or whatever she's in, mm-hmm. and would never be allowed in on the scene ever again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't. You can't even make a joke. You can't do anything. You know. You can't do it for real, for sure. But you can't even do it as a joke. But this woman was for real. She was of course hoping she was. that all the black people would win. Well, yeah, because that's hey, how the about agenda. the best wins. That would be great. Dude, <laughs> again, that that goes into goes into what we were saying before about talking about actual consequence. If you're the best, the consequences you generally used to win awards. Now you could be mediocre. It's just like hiring. It's just like hiring black versus white hiring. You know, it's like well, I'm the best at the job by a lot, but I'm not black, so I can't get the job. You know, I mean, it's or I'm not trans or I'm not whatever. Yeah, not whatever anymore. You know? yeah. 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 You know, I mean, it's I'm like, telling my daughter, do whatever you have to do to become part of the minority group. So that way you can get a college education on the mm-hmm. house. Yeah. The, the quest for equality wants nothing to be equal. There's, yeah. There's nothing equal about equality. anymore. Nothing. Nothing. Equality does not does not even count anymore. The The word. The word does not mean what it used to. To be fair, most presidents... I agree. Now, see, now you're getting into my world, Gunner. I'm the guy that says every president in my lifetime should be in jail. Every single... Except for Jimmy Carter. But he was a bad president. I was going to say, he wasn't a very good president. (laughs) He was a bad president, but every other one. In my lifetime, they start with um, Lyndon B. Johnson. So... Every single president from LBJ to today should be in jail. Every one of them, including Trump, including Obama, Bush two, Bush one, all of them. It's maybe all not better. maybe what? not Ford, Ford. <laughs> but he's only president you're, for a minute. I was going to say you're picking relatively forgettable presidents to yeah. <laughs> say that they weren't that bad. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean Kennedy. Everybody loved Kennedy, but Kennedy was a, a scumbag. Yeah. I mean, he used to send his wife away so he could cheat. Yeah, he loved his women, that's for sure. And he, and, and let's face it, he gambled with with everybody's lives with that whole, you know, the whole Bay of Pigs and the whole, um, you know, almost nuclear war. He gambled with everybody's life on the planet. Yeah. So, you know, that's not exactly straight shooter either. You know. 
See, that's one thing I like about Biden. I will say this: I enjoy a good ice cream cone and mm-hmm. you know, good ice cream. So I am a fan of Biden liking ice cream. Oh, well, in that case, she must be a Nancy Pelosi fan too. Yeah, she's got a freezer full of it. Yeah, she's got a whole freezer full of ice cream. <laughs> I don't know. All right, let's take a quick break. Okay. And uh, I'm going to text somebody to see what happened to see if we can get Jim Renisi on. If not, we'll move on to something else. All right. All right, hang on. There's no place like home, and whether it's furniture, artwork, home accessories, appliances, or that one-of-a-kind collectible, Yellow Brick Road Online Auctions allows you to find everything you need from the comfort of your own home. The owner of Yellow Brick Road Auctions has been conducting online estate auctions for over eight years by providing homeowners with a stress-free process to liquidate all items that have accumulated over the years. I'm Melissa Mendici, owner of Yellow Brick Road Auctions. Log on today to find your heart's desire. Hey, it's Seth from Mario's Barbershop in Parma, 7526 Broadview Road in the Pleasant Valley Shopping Center right next to Big Lots. You got to check out Mario, man. Great guy, does a lot for charities, but can perform miracles with hair. He even made me look clean cut. Does my hair, does a great job. Love talking to the guy while I'm sitting there. It's a great place to go local business. You gotta go to Mario's Barbershop in Parma. Mario's Barbershop in Parma, 7526 Broadview Road. Again, in Parma, Pleasant Valley Shopping Center, right next to Big Lots. Or give them a call, 216-520-1977. That's 216-520-1977, Mario's Barbershop in Parma. Trust Joe's Lakewood Computer at 14035 Madison in Lakewood. They have over 30 years of professional service handling laptop and desktop repair services, virus removal, and data migration, and much more. You can trust them with hardware updates to your computer's memory and hard drive. Call 216-651-3880. Whether you need a simple Windows install or you're interested in the latest computers for gaming, call Joe's Lakewood Computer at 216-651-3880. This is Tim Elkhorn, radio voice of the Cleveland Cavaliers, for attorney Will Spiegelberg. Will Spiegelberg is not only a name you know, he's someone you can trust as your attorney, no matter the circumstance. Will Spiegelberg is an attorney you can always count on. Will Spiegelberg is the attorney you should contact for all your legal work. When you need an attorney, call Will Spiegelberg at 216-233-4240. Attorney Will Spiegelberg, a great teammate. 216-233-4240. The Fresh Maker. Uh, right back here on the Seth Williams Show, Chris Aiken and I uh, hanging out talking uh, the fun stuff. Yeah, all the good stuff today, huh? I don't know what's going on with Jim. We'll see if he uh, pops on at some point. All right, that's fine. Mm. Who had more falls and accidents, Biden or Ford? Well, it's a, it's a it's a dead heat these days. I'm not voting on morals, voting on your agenda. And that's what I try to tell people all the time. 
Yeah. That, you know, I, I, I don't care anymore what the person is doing. Now, I prefer not to have a murderer there. <laughs> my, my hope is not to have a Jeffrey Dahmer in, in office. So you're not voting for Hillary. I am not voting for Hillary just right. because of that. <laughs> because I think she honestly killed more people than, than Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Um, but um, I'm voting on policy. Mm-hmm. You know, I was talking to somebody over the weekend. He said, you know, the country's not ready for a Tim Scott who's single. Um, what difference does that make? Because it's, you know, it's one of those things. If you're president, you always have the first lady and you always have somebody there. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't care. I don't care whether you're gay. I don't care whether you're straight. I don't care whether you're black or white or Chinese or whatever it is or Indian or whatever. I don't care what you are as long as you are doing the right thing yeah. for the country, as long yeah. as your policies are something that I agree with. I don't care whether Donald Trump slept with Stormy Daniels 5,000 times. Good for him. One, she was probably hot back in the day. And two, as long as the policies for the country are okay and he's not putting it out there. Yeah. And what difference does that make as long as the economy's good? As long as the economy's good and we're safe, who cares what they do? I don't care. I'd, it's the same kind of you know different world, obviously, but I'm that way with football, too. I, I love hearing these guys say, well, I don't want the Browns to sign, blah, 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 because he did this. Man, I could care less. I really could care less. Sean Watson, I don't care how many rub and tugs he visited. No. I don't care. If he did it criminally, I don't care about that either. has nothing to do with me. Throw a football. That's all yeah. I care about. He gets three hours of my week. What he does in the rest of his time, I really don't care, as long as it doesn't affect those three hours a week that I watch his stupid game. You know, it's enough. <laughs> Careful, said Arkansas can happen up north, too. There he is. All right, right now on a, uh, the Charlie's Auto Repair Hotline, Charlie's Auto Repair in Lakewood, thank you very much, uh, we have uh, Mr. Jim Renacy. Jim, how you doing, sir? I'm doing good. Great to, uh, great to be with you. Yeah, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it, man. It's been a long time. Um, obviously, you used to come on the trip all the time, so I really appreciate you joining us tonight. So thank you. What are you up to? Well, look, I've been traveling the state talking about a lot of issues. Uh, we have a budget that's a gr the highest budget in the state history. But the other thing I've been talking about that's um, interesting as well is that, uh, you know, in these primaries, especially now that we do lean Republican, uh, I've learned, I learned a lot, especially after the 2022 primary, that Democrats do cross over and vote and make decisions for Republicans. And even though I didn't think it was that big of a deal, I learned after the 2022 primary that almost 230,000 Democrats crossed over and made decisions for Republicans. So um, I actually took some time, looked at the law. And Seth, what's interesting is the law basically says that um, you're a Republican if you're a Republican for the current year and the previous two years. You're a Democrat if you're a Democrat for the current year and the previous two years. And that the precinct election official should be making those decisions as to whether you can take a Republican ballot or a Democrat ballot. Now, that's the current law. The problem is John Eustad in 2011 said that he's uh, not going to let precinct officials make that decision. So since 2011... 
we've actually been allowing Republicans and Democrats to cross over, independents to come over, do whatever they want. And it's really changed our elections over the last 10 or 12 years. I can imagine. So what's the plan for you going forward? Well, look, I've been talking to a lot of state reps and I've been talking to many uh, of our state senators. I've been telling about the law. They agree we should not have crossovers. Crossovers can cause a lot of problems, uh, even on local elections. Mayor's races, city council races. I could give you judge races all across the state where crossover voting has actually allowed, in many cases, for liberal uh, leaning Republicans to get elected over strong conservative Republicans because Democrats cross over. So as I travel the state, as I talk to people, most people aren't aware of this. They're not even aware of the numbers. They're not aware that 230,000, um, if you go back in the May primary, you'll see that 230,000 would have changed a lot of numbers. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the Senate candidate may have changed the, uh, I guarantee you the governor's candidate would have changed. Uh, 230,000 Democrats made a lot of decisions for Republicans. But again, I think what I'm hoping your listeners do is they pay attention to local races and see what's going on. So I'm asking our legislators to do what other states do. For instance, Pennsylvania, if you want to, read, if you want to become a Republican and you're currently a Democrat, you have to notify the state 30 days in advance of the election. In Kentucky, if you want to become a Republican or a Democrat uh, and, you're, and you're not that affiliation or an independent, uh, in Kentucky, you have to notify the state as of December 31st for the next primary. Now, Seth, what's interesting is I came to Ohio 30 plus years ago. Yeah. And when I got here, I was a Democrat. I was a Western Pennsylvania Democrat. Right. And when I tried to register as a Republican, I was not allowed to register. I was not allowed to vote Republican until I registered and signed a affidavit that I wanted to be part of the Republican Party. It is the law, but uh, I'm gonna continue to get out there, talk to legislators and make sure we either enforce the law or we uh, change the law and make it more specific. I don't think poll workers should be making this decision. I think you should register in advance. And, and one other thing, what's really interesting is, um, John Eusted said the, the, the reason why we should do this back in 2011 is we'll be able to grow the Republican Party. The problem is we've lost almost a million registered Republicans since 2011. So we have not grown the party. What we've allowed is people to jump all over the place. Do you think, Jim, that part of the reason that people are leaving the party is because the party lines have become so blurred, like the issues themselves. You know, we, we can't depend on Republican leadership to always hold Republican values or traditional Republican values. A lot of times they, you know, the votes don't go that way, especially if you watch any congressional stuff or Senate and whatnot. Do you think that that is the reason that people are, are leaving the party? Or do you think that it's just media spin is getting people to not want to admit that they're Republicans or what? Well, it's both sides. So what's interesting in our country and even in the state of Ohio, we're only, even though Ohio, people say we're a Republican state, we actually only have 21 or 22 percent registered Republicans. We have 22 or 23 percent approximately registered Democrats. We have 59 percent independents. 
People have left the party because they're tired of the party. Many of the reasons you said, whether it's the Democrat Party, they're tired of the far left. Whether it's a Republican Party, they're tired of some of the, some of the principles that we're not standing up for. They've gone to become independents. But here's what's dangerous. Republicans know Republican candidates. Democrats know Democrat candidates. Independents walk into a voting booth in many cases and have no idea who the candidates are. So what will happen is, uh, and by the way, there's a Pew poll out there that says 63% of the people walking in the voting booth have no idea who they're going to vote for, what, what their backgrounds are, what the individual stands for. And that's because if you're a Republican, you get to know the Republican candidates. If you're a Democrat, you get to know the Democrat candidates. In many cases, if you're independent, you don't. But yet we allow independents to pick a ballot when they come into the voting booth, too. So it's not the media. It's just I think in the end, people have gotten tired of the party system. The problem is our state is based on a two party system. Well, I, I'm, I'm going to jump in, though, and I think that uh, the main problem that we have with voting anymore is stupidity. I don't think people are, are smart enough to vote anymore. I don't think people follow the issues enough to vote anymore. And I don't think people follow the candidates enough to, to vote anymore. And well, it, and again, it gets, back, it gets back to that Pew uh, report. Most of them walk in for one reason and one reason only. They don't walk in to vote for a candidate. They they heard on the news that, you know, this is a, uh, you know, that this candidate is pro-life and, and not pro-abortion. Or they heard on the news that, you know, Democrats support abortion, Republican, whatever. I mean, it. they go in with that position and some of them vote straight ticket uh, just because of that. They don't know the candidates. They don't know the individuals. They don't know their background. They don't know experience. Um, we saw that even in the May primary. Some people were saying, I'm just not going to vote for anyone who's ever been in elected office before. How crazy is that? Sometimes the people in elected office are not bad people. They're actually good people. But they walk in and say, I'm going to vote for anybody who's never been in elected office before. That's also dangerous as well. I mean, the, the way that uh, DeWine handled the, the restrictions and the COVID stuff, I, and people were talking about getting rid of him while he was still in office. I, I, I'm, I'm shocked with the, the way that things turn out with, with that. I, I really am. Well, again, it's amazing. In 2022, that primary... 231,000 Democrats crossed over. What I was learning about a month in, month before that uh, election was, Democrats were being told via Facebook, via social media, via emails, via text messages, to get in and stop the radical right, uh, Jim Renese from winning the governor's race and vote for Mike DeWine. I never thought it was gonna be that big of a number, to be honest with you, and I just wrote it off. But I learned very quickly afterwards that you can't write off the crossovers in Ohio. Jim, is there anything that we could do? And I, and I'll tell you just as a voter, the one thing that makes me absolutely hate the voting process is the, is the two, it's a two part thing. One, the, the amount of just hate ads that are out there that are just, you can't vote for Jim Renese because he kills dogs in private. You know, you know, the, the crazy ads that are out there and to the length of time that we have those ads, you know, we're getting to two years out now and we're starting to see ads for things. It's too long, at least in my opinion, to where by the time it actually comes to election time, we've been beaten down to thinking that anybody running 
is a criminal. And it makes it really hard to focus and say, well, this guy has good intention or my intention and in, in mine. Do you see that? And is there any way we can fix that? Well, it's interesting. The First Amendment gives you the right to say anything about a public official, and that's a real problem. I can tell you my, in my own situation, when I was running against Sherrod Brown in 2018, Sherrod Brown put out a commercial that said, Jim Renacci is flying around in a corporate jet with a strip club owner. And it was an absolute false statement, but it picked up ground. I actually sued. And you know what the response was? They pulled the ad down. The problem, they didn't pull the ad down. I'm sorry, they pulled the ad out of the paper because the AP picked it up. Hmm. So they pulled it down. But then Sherrod Brown used the old ad and, uh, and that was in the paper before because it never goes away on the internet. Right. And he used that to run the ad. So then I filed another case against him with the Elections Commission in Ohio. And the Elections Commission came back and said, anything's allowed, even if it's false. The problem is, Seth, false advertising, people believe it. It works 78% of the time, another statistic. And that's a serious problem. So how do we get rid of it? Well, it's, it's a problem. You can't get rid of it because of the First Amendment rights. You know what the Ohio Elections Commission told me about that? They said, well, you know, if Sherrod Brown's lying about you, what you need to do is spend money to tell people that he is lying about you and, and recover from it. I said, that's ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. But that is part of the system. I wish people would say, I'm not going to vote for anybody who, who goes after the other person um, with false information. That would be helpful. The other thing you said is, I agree. The length, I mean, let's face it, former President Trump was running commercials about Governor DeSantis for the last three or four months, and he hadn't even been in the race yet. Right. And yet he was able to say things that in many cases aren't true, or in many, because I served with uh, Governor DeSantis in Congress. Governor DeSantis was doing things in Medicare and Medicaid that even former President Trump supported. But yet, President Trump came out and said, Governor DeSantis, former congressman, did this, did that. These ads, I agree with you, are ridiculous, but it's all about money. Um, if you can sting a guy early, he or she can never win. And I think that's the key. One of the things I wanted to have you on about is to get your opinion on what's going to happen. What do you think is going to happen when it comes to this uh, the presidency now that Trump is back? He already lost to Biden, supposedly, one time. Do you think he can do Do you think he's going to be the candidate? Do you think he's going to win? Well, here's what's interesting. Um, former President Trump has a solid 30, 35 percent base, might even be 40 percent. Those people will vote for him no matter what. They don't care if he's convicted. They don't care if he kills somebody. They don't care. <laughs> They're going to support him. They believe the media is persecuting him. If there was only two candidates in the race, former President Trump cannot win because he does not have more than 50% support. But in a three-way race, four-way race, or even now a five-way race with a, a vice, former Vice President Pence Mike jumping Pence. in, it's going to be very difficult to defeat uh, former President Trump in the primary. Now, roll forward to the general election. One of the reasons why I think uh, President Biden is going to run is because he can defeat uh, former President Trump uh, in the electoral college voting. And that's a real key. A lot of people don't understand. They go, oh, wait a minute. I see polling that says Trump's beating 
Biden 54-46, none of that matters. What really matters is how each state calculates their votes. And today, if nothing changes, former President Trump needs to win three out of five states. He needs to win Georgia, Arizona, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania to win. Those are the five he lost in 2020. Yeah. And there is no way he's going to win Pennsylvania. No. no way he's going to win Michigan. And very doubtful based on the polling that he can win Georgia, Arizona, and Wisconsin, which is why most Democrats and most of the media is happy to see uh, former President Trump win the primary because I'm not sure there's a path in the general election. Now, nothing's impossible, but that's really the biggest fear that uh, Biden, who trips on stage and hits his head at Air Force One and <laughs> can't put two sentences together, can win the Electoral College vote. It's crazy He's, to think. I, I don't know how we change it. Though. I don't know how we get a Republican back in office because it seems like the left, the, the woke side, seems to be the louder side. And I don't know how we win. Well, Governor DeSantis will tell you somebody of, of uh, a more reasonable stature can win. Uh, former Vice President Pence will say uh, somebody who can who can run the country but not be, uh, you know, as bombastic as as former President Trump. Because remember, the independents drive those numbers. And if you look at polling, uh, Republicans will vote for Trump in a general election. Democrats will vote for Biden. But the independents, I saw a, uh, a focus group where independents said out of four independents, three of them said they would vote for Biden over former President Trump, even though they would rather see Biden and Trump not be in the election. And that's that's the real problem for former President Trump. Do you do you when you see Mike Pence jumping in uh, to me, that seems like just a a wasted campaign because he's, he's automatically going to get all the Trump people to not vote for him. Even if he gets passed into the general election, the, the Trump people will not vote for him because they feel like he betrayed them, you know, January 6th for one place, but you know, across the board, do you see him getting in just to kind of muck it up, not only for Trump, but also to muck it up for um, governor DeSantis as well? Well, one of the things I'm seeing, and, and I'm part of a national pack that looks at polling on a regular basis, one of the things we are seeing is the more people get in, they're taking votes from Governor DeSantis, uh, who, you know, is the closest to defeating uh, former President Trump. Sure. I think in the end, the, the best chance of all these people getting in is they're all jockeying for positions. Let's face it. Uh, you know, if DeSantis is the person that can win, and he gives Nikki Haley the vice president position, and he gives some of these others, you know, offers them opportunities to be attorney general or whatever, you know, in the administration, secretary of state. I think if the Republicans can unify as that group, that majority that doesn't support former President Trump, then Trump can be defeated. If they don't unify, uh, former President Trump will win the primary and, and is heading that way right now. So the only reason I think they're getting in is to have a piece or the stake going forward. And I think that's what you're going to see in all these other candidates. I know that you're limited on time, but the debt deal that was made, there's a lot of Republicans complaining. You've been there. Um, is this good? Is it bad? Did, we, did Republicans give up too much? 
Well, one of the things people have to understand is the debt ceiling has been raised 79 times, I think, since 1976. It was raised five times under President Trump with no conditions. So when you think about that, um, why do we have a debt ceiling issue? Well, we have a debt ceiling issue because we spend too much. The place to fix that is the budget and the appropriations bills, not the debt ceiling. The debt ceiling is just a number of, uh, based on dollars we've already spent. So here's what I look at the, from a debt ceiling standpoint. I was there in 2011 when we held our ground and the stock market collapsed and, and we forced, we forced uh, at that time, President Obama to make some of the largest cuts um, ever. I know they said, well, we passed a bill that has got the largest cuts. That's not true. 2011, we had very large cuts. But Seth, here's the thing we get, you have to understand, and your listeners have to understand, is that Congress has changed every two years. So guess what happened after 2011 when 2013 came around? Defense hawks said, we don't want to hold the spending down anymore. And they just eliminated all of these, ca these artificial caps. So guess what they did again? They passed a bill with artificial caps going over the next 10 years. It's an absolute worthless bill because in two years, the House and Senate can change and just eliminate those. So it's not, it has no ability to fix things. The real problem, and I tell Republicans this, and I know they hate when I say it, we brought, the Treasury brought in last year 4.2, I think 4.1 or $4.2 trillion. And yet Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security was $4.4 trillion. So right there is the biggest part of our deficit. That's, and that number continues to grow rapidly. While all the other numbers grow two, 3%, that number is growing 13, 14, 16, 18% a year because more people are retiring and there's less people in the workforce to take care of those that are retiring. So until the Republicans, Democrats really take a good look at what causes our deficits, which is Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, and now interest, we're never gonna fix the, the, any of these problems by playing around with the debt ceiling. So how does this work? Does somebody come to you with like a 200 page bill and say, here you go, read it. Is this okay with you before you vote on it? I mean, how do they come to you and say, yeah, this is what you're voting on? Well, that's the problem. They, you, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's two days before it's 1400 pages. You don't know what's in there. And many people say, well, we got to pass a budget, you know, perfect example in the state of Ohio, they're passing a budget which would be the largest budget increase ever in the state of Ohio, 93 to $100 billion, because they haven't passed it yet. But inside that big old bill, they're saying that uh, precinct people can be selected by county chairs to, to represent, even if they don't live in the precinct. And the reason I throw that out to you, why is that in a budget bill? Yeah, right. And that's what happens in a debt ceiling bill. There are all kinds of things in there they get thrown in that have nothing to do with the debt ceiling, yet they get added because that's how you get people to vote for the debt ceiling bill. Well, I got this done, or I got that done, or I got this inside the debt ceiling bill, just like the budget bill in Ohio. Politicians don't get it. They throw these big bills together, and it's very difficult. I, when I was in Congress, if I couldn't read the bill, I voted no. And there were many bills I voted no. People said, you're not voting for military increases in pay. And I go, no, 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 no. I'm not voting for a bill that I haven't read. I don't know what else is in there. Right. 
how, how is there no oversight for this so, so that you don't get these pork things jammed into these bills? Should there not be some agency or something that's whole purpose is to keep the bills on target for what they're supposed to be for? Well, what happens is, is everybody gets to Congress, they want to get their pieces of leg legislation passed. I'm going to give you a great example. I had a really good bill. There was a standalone bill I was on the way. It's one of the reasons why I left Congress. I got so fed of this, fed up with this. I had a debt. I had a bill that was going to save the federal government. It was a taxation bill. It was going to save the federal government 15 billion, 20 billion. I can't remember the exact number. It was a simple bill. It should have passed alone. But at that time, Speaker Boehner wanted another bill passed, and he knew I didn't support it. It was a spending bill on roads and bridges that were, was just unpaid for and should have never been passed. So what's he do? He takes my bill and throws it into this big bill. And then he comes to me on the House floor and says, Renacy, you want your bill passed? It's now part of the big bill. Now you pass my bill, we're passing your bill. So the vote came up, I voted no. I never forget, Boehner walked over to me and said, Renacy, I've never seen anything like this. You voted against your bill. And I said, I know, Mr. Speaker, I voted against your bill. And that's the problem. They throw these things in to get people to say, well, I can live with that because my bill's in there or something that I'm doing in Medina, Ohio, or something that I'm doing in, you know, whatever state you, you're representing, it helps my state. So I, I was able to you know, pass that, even though there was a lot of garbage in it. It's part of making the sausage. It's a real problem. Man, it's shocking that anything gets done. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it, it's, I don't know how it, this, this all works. It, it's so crazy. It, there's so much stuff that seems like junk anymore that goes on. I mean, they talked about work requirements for welfare. Well, you should have to work. If you're able-bodied, you you should be able, you should have to work. And But people are arguing over this. It's amazing that anything gets done. Well, I got to tell you, in the state of Ohio, that's a great example. I think f between 30 and 40% of Ohioans are now on Medicaid. Uh, the Medicaid wow. budget is 50% of the total spending in Ohio. So we do need to have work. I mean, why are people, why are people getting Medicaid? Um, why are so many people in Ohio getting Medicaid? Well, it's driving up our expenses. You know why? Because they can. And because even if they're working, they can get some um, you know, I, that the best story I ever saw when I was traveling the state of Ohio, I remember a business owner saying to me, he pointed out a woman and he said, she's making, you know, 20, I think 24, 25,000 a year. He goes, I offered her a position making 32,000 a year. He said, you think she would have taken it? Here's the problem. He says she gets 7,000 in Medicaid uh, reimbursement. Uh, so she said, well, I'll lose that 7,000. So think about it. 23 plus seven is 30. He was offering her a job for 34. She said, I'd rather take the 23 plus the seven and I don't have to take on more responsibility. Wow. Medicaid dollars that are being given away in the state of Ohio are causing those kind of issues. The problem, though, is that there are people out there like me who lost a leg, can't find a job right now, and I can't get the benefits that I need from the state because there's people out there taking advantage of the system using the system and the people that need it can't get it and that's what sucks well it's very true billions of dollars in unemployment has been lost 
in the Ohio unemployment system, billions of dollars. I heard a number the other day, which I haven't confirmed, but $10 billion in the Medicaid program. Um, that, it's just amazing. It's just, just and that's, that's state dollars. Remember, the federal government matches almost 90% of what we spend in Medicaid, but we lost 10 billion in state dollars. That's just unheard of when it comes to a budget that's only, you know, 80 or 90 billion and 10 billion is fraudulent. These are serious problems that we have that nobody cares about. Nobody seems to be paying attention. And we keep electing the same people every two years, every four years. It's a real problem. Well, Jim, I appreciate your time. Well, I appreciate you having me on. And uh, look, anything I can uh, do in the future, love to, love to be back and tell you where we're going and what we're doing. And uh, maybe your listeners can help me at the same time. Excellent. Well, Jim, uh, where should we tell people to go to keep up with you and everything that you're doing? Uh, JimRenacy.com. Uh, they can find me on my website. I'm on Facebook also, Jim Renacy. Uh, Twitter. Uh, we're talking about some of the things we're doing. Uh, and uh, I welcome uh, the opportunity as I travel the state for people to join in, come see us, come hear what we're talking about, and uh, hopefully help me help us change this great state. Absolutely. Well, Jim, thanks so much for joining us here on the Seth Williams Show. Thank you. All right, Jim, take care. All right, that was Jim Renacy. Uh, check it in with the Seth Williams Show. And Let's see. Looks like here comes Seth. Oh, there he is. Right there. Right, the whole house blows up again. <laughs> well, well, I I quickly shuffled into into host mode. <laughs> I appreciate Jim joining us. That was fun. yeah, that was great. I was wrapping it up anyway. So that was fantastic. It was really fan. I I very much enjoyed that and hearing some real answers. I like that. I like that. Yeah, it was good. I mean. And like I said, I was wrapping everything up, so I appreciate you uh, letting him go. So. No, it's all good. Um, man, I swear to God, Internet. Well, that's another thing we need to do something about in this country. Internet? <laughs> Fix the infrastructure, yeah, including no the Internet. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> but it's, it is true. Like I was telling him, it's true. How, like, I'm shocked that anything gets done in this yeah. country. Well, dude, the amount I... of junk that goes into this stuff. You know, and like I was saying, you know, his answer was exactly the problem I was asking about, about the Boehner, Boehner jacking his bill into his bill. Where's the oversight? Where is the, where is a committee that says you can't do that? Should there not be some kind of legislation that says you can't do that? You can't jam anything. If it's a budget bill, then this is what it's, you know, it can only meet these ramifications if it's an energy bill it can only meet these ramifications why is there not any kind of oversight to stop this no there, but, and there's not and, but it's been like that forever but i, I don't, I don't know how care you change it. I, yeah, but, I don't know how you change it because well you can't change it because all these politicians are doing it for the same reason they're doing it because it does help their state somehow if they get this stuff jammed into a bigger building. So the oversight, there's not going to be anybody that's going to want to change it because they're all benefiting from it. Right. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's just. That's it's why Donald Trump was a, a, 
a shock to the system. That's why mm-hmm. Republicans and Democrats both hated him. Yeah. Because he was doing things that wasn't on their agenda. That didn't sound like Mr. Renacci is a big fan either, did it? <laughs> no, it didn't, to be honest. But, you know, I think Trump, I think, asked him to run at some point. Um, and it wasn't a good situation for him. He okay. didn't have enough time to run. He was kind of thrown into a situation he should have been thrown into. Right. And, and so, and I think it might have hurt his career. Um, okay. Because he was kind of forced into it. Right. But he's a good guy. Jim Renace is a Seems very like good it, guy. Yeah. Uh, and I think that he actually is one of the few, because, again, he's more of a businessman. Mm-hmm. And he cared about the state. And he does care about the state of Ohio. Yeah, I mean, it's just shocking hearing him talking about how they're – a couple things shocked me out of that conversation. One, the whole thing about that you can't register – you can't register based on your belief system, that you have to have a track record in yeah, order to be – that sucks. That So if if you just – if I decided today – I'm definitely an independent, but let's for the sake of argument, I'd say I was a Republican – and I decided that everything Joe Biden is doing is exactly what I want. I should be able to run or to to vote on that ticket in the in the upcoming election. And from what he said, I wouldn't be able to. And that's not right. That's totally not right. Well, you there's know? a lot of things that things that aren't right. And so I don't know how this next election is going to shape out. I, I don't. I don't. Uh, yeah, you know? it's probably already been voted. There's. A, I was going to say the, the decision's <laughs> already been made. Yeah, uh, but there's a lot of things. You, know, wait, you brought up Pence joining in. There's mm-hmm. all these candidates joining in. They're not. I don't even know why they're doing it. Yeah. They're not going. They don't have a shot in hell of beating Trump yeah. or DeSantis. So what's well, that, the point in doing it? And that's why I brought Pence up. Pence has no chance. Pence comes in with a forty percent deficit. Just the hardcore Trump people that will never vote for him. Chris Christie has no shot. Oh, that, no. Of getting in. The guy didn't pull anything to begin with when he ran the last time. Yeah, and now he's going to win? Come on. No. I just think Pence, you know you know damn well, everybody that, even if Trump, if, if Pence was to get the nomination somehow, I think that a lot of hardcore Trump people, most hardcore Trump people would vote for, for Biden. If it was Biden or Pence, Pence, I think they would vote for Biden. Against Pence, absolutely. I think most of them would. And boy, is that scary. Who would you vote for? If it was Pence? Pence or Biden. And you're not allowed to say I'd sit it out. (laughs) Um, I'd still, I I have to vote. I can't vote for this fool. I can't. It's a tough one, though. It's not, it's not, it's not an automatic. It's not an automatic because I don't. I don't know why he picked Pence to begin with, I mean, other than he was probably the best uh, shot at winning, I guess, by adding a, a real conservative to the. Uh... Yeah. Chris, all you have to do is request an empty ballot for DRR, and it's sent to you. I'm a Republican who claims to be a Democrat. Yeah, I agree with Jim, but after seeing the way that they got abused last time, I don't know that that, that I want to be part of that mess. I don't know that my vote would actually count by an absentee. Uh, good interview. Not a big fan. Attached himself to the Trump train and now changed after GOP establishment didn't support him with cash. He now knows how the butter is bread. Look, I, I'm going to disagree with you, Gunner, only a little bit, only because you know, I've talked to Jim. Well, I shouldn't say that. I've been behind the scenes when Jim was talked to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and 
And I, I truly believe that he was forced into a situation there that was unwinnable. Sure. Um, and it was a last-minute deal, and I, I don't think that it was, it was something he really wanted to do. Sure. But I don't know if he'd actually say that on here. No. Well, I'll yeah. see. That was my first time talking to Jim, and it seemed okay to me. Okay, another one. What's his name? Swarm, Swarm Vivek or whatever. I, I don't think he has a shot in hell either. I mean, check him out. It's fine to check him out. I think he's probably got great ideas. That's the Indian guy? Yeah. No chance. No chance. No chance. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to shape out, but we'll see. Um, okay. Let's take a quick break, and okay. we'll talk about something in about two okay. minutes. <laughs> Hang on. What separates Triv's Restaurant in Strongsville from everybody else? Some restaurants you go to to eat the same thing over and over and over. But then there are restaurants like Triv's where you want to go there every single time and eat something different until you have eaten every single item on the menu. Why? Because the food's delicious and it has been for almost a quarter of a century. Triv's has amazing food, outstanding service, and an opportunity for you to have private dining, special events, and intimate occasions. You can enjoy a memorable fine dining experience in your own dedicated intimate space. Visit Triv's in the heart of Strongsville. Call now for reservations, 440-238-8830. Triv's in Strongsville. Joe Burdick custom flags are amazing. Each flag is handcrafted to reflect the imperfect perfection, making each piece of patriotic wall art unique. This is a local small business, veteran owned and proud. Joe Burdick creates symbolic artwork that is built to last. Display your spirit, pride, and patriotism by calling 440-305-2065 and let Joe's flag serve you. 440-305-2065. Joe Burdick Flags. Let me introduce you to Charlie's Auto Repair. Any car, any truck, any problem, Charlie's does it right. You know how it is. The check your engine light comes on, you put air in the tires, and the light is still on. 216-470-0170. That's Charlie's Auto Repair, 13728 Madison in Lakewood. Charlie can do it all, from small engine repair to fleet maintenance and system diagnostics. 216-470-0170. Charlie's Auto Repair. Let Charlie make your car great once again. The Fresh Maker. Hey, right back here on the Seth Williams Show with Chris Aiken. That just makes me laugh. It does. makes me <laughs> smile. 
<laughs> um, I know he has no chance. But I'm like talking about the Indian guy. Great idea, smart man, but no chance. No. I think it's better than Bobby Bacala. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, if he is a smart man, great it is, then why no chance? Because he has no name recognition. There's nothing about him. You're never going to get somebody in like that. I mean, I was shocked that Trump got in, but Trump at least had a name and, and mm. had some sort of something about him that made you vote. Uh, great ideas. I mean, yeah. This guy does have great ideas, but he doesn't get the exposure that anybody else is getting, and it's just not going to happen. And let's face it. Let's, just, let's call it real. Let's be real. There's a lot of people ain't voting for an Indian guy. Yes. There just is. You know, and I, I don't know anything about Vivek Rock. Rock what's his name? Ramaswamy. <laughs> Ramaswamy. I think that's his name, right? Ramaswamy. Yeah, I don't know how to say it. But- Vivek Ramaswamy. You know, I don't. I mean, he may have great ideas, but there's way too much middle America is not voting for an Indian guy. There's way too many people that have been pissed off. Let's again, calling it real. There's way too many people that have called Amazon and gotten the "Hello, my name is Bill," <laughs> and 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 they're not voting for that guy. They'll think that that's the guy. Yeah, if you won't remember correctly, I, I don't know if anybody was listening back then, uh, but a few months ago, I had a uh, a run in with a a guy like that, sure, with the same accent, who said he was going to do horrible things to my rear end <laughs> with a hot ember after I asked him to not call me. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a very friendly customer service agent, if you will. Sure. Well, most of them aren't because they're not. They're just looking to steal from you. Well, it was an investment firm in Columbus, Ohio. Look at Trump. He is an outsider. They will destroy him. Yeah. Yeah, and Trump Trump had A, name recognition, and B, billions with a B. <laughs> I don't believe Rami Swamy has... Billions, does he? He's a millionaire, but he's not a billionaire. I don't know. I don't know what he has. I don't think he's a billionaire. I've heard that he's a multi-millionaire, which is a lot of money. It's more money than I have, but let's face it. I, <laughs> I was thinking about this conversation I had with my wife the other day. Yeah, we were talking about uh, this guy, and then it turned on to Indian people. Mm-hmm. She made one of the most ridiculous. I'm not. I'm not going to repeat what she said. <laughs> but I was thinking about it, so I stumbled there for a second. Um, well, she asked if other ethnic groups, not just India, but other ethnic groups participate in certain acts sexually. Okay. <laughs> I, I said, I think people are people. Like, we all do all the same stuff. I don't think, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, speaking of sex acts, not yes. to segue this way. Uh, oh, good. There's an interesting story out of Portage County. Yes. A horrible story. It is very gruesome. A man is being um, accused of, what, 110, I believe? 110 sex acts. Felony sex kids. acts? With Felony children. sex acts with kids. And uh, you happen to know this guy. I do. I, I can't fucking believe it. It's... It's the saddest thing, and I'm not going to dodge it. I'm not going to try and say, oh, I met him once. It ain't like that. I have absolutely barbecued with him numerous times. I I've, I grew up with his wife's family, his his wife and his two brothers. 
I grew up with. I grew up with their family, like from the time I was in diapers, like all the way through, through high school. And when I came back from the military, we worked together and everything else. I mean, lots of, lots of family history. Um, and, um, yeah, I, I got a call from my friend, my friend Scott the other day who he goes, he goes, did you hear about Dave James? And I was like, no, what? And, and the weird thing, this guy, the guy, his name is Dave James. You can look him up, David James. Um, he had been through a couple years ago, he had been through cancer, like he had throat cancer. And, you know, I, I chipped in to, to help, you know, like the GoFundMe and stuff for, for dude's cancer and whatnot. So I thought that's what it was. And then when my friend Scott goes, do you hear about Dave James? I was like, no, what? Did his cancer come back? And he goes, no. He goes, he's in jail. And I was like, what's he in jail for? And, and I'm thinking, beat his wife or something. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah. And, and, and he's like, just look him up, man. Just look it up. And I looked it up and I was like, this can't be real. You know, I was like, this can't. Because the, oh, the first place I found it was on Yahoo. wasn't even on local news. It was on, like, national news. And I was like, oh, my God. This cannot be happening to somebody that I know and know fairly well. But, yeah, yeah, 110 counts of, um, of, of you know, pedophile sex, I guess. And including child pornography. Yeah. Uh, does he have children himself? Yes, Three or f- three, I think. Jesus, man. I, I I don't know this to be true, but I thought I read that it, one of the charges, at least one of the charges, was with one of his own kids. Wow. Yeah. I mean, just beyond brutal. It's like, it's it, it's horrific. It's horrific knowing that I know the guy. It's horrific. It's horrific knowing that I've broken bread and drank beer and partied with them and you know, but, I mean, it's horrible, man. See, the thing, though, is, is that it's the same as every other story that you hear. He's a quiet guy. I never would have thought he would do something like this. Yeah. yeah you know what, dude? And, and that's, you know, again, I don't want to sound like the cliche douche on a, on a documentary that says that kind of thing. I didn't really know who he was, and then he turned out to be the BTK killer. You know, I don't want to be that <laughs> guy. But it really was, I mean... I, I, I've been running it through my head the times that we hung out together and stuff and was trying to think, you know, even even did we ever hear him say stuff about, oh, look at that chick, she's hot, or, you know, whatever, or, oh, my God, look at those Olsen twins, or, you know, not you know, trying to figure out if I'd ever heard anything and never, never heard any of that stuff, never... Never when we were just hanging out as guys was it, hey, let's go to the strip club. You know, nothing like that. No semblance of it. You know, knowing him and his wife, they weren't like, you know, you have some friends that you are just a little too touchy-feely or a little too overtly sexual or whatever around their friends. Not these two. It was always, hey, you know, we got the PTA meeting and then let's... Then we're going to have a lasagna cook cook or, you know, whatever. You know, it was never like that. And it was like when I saw this and I was like, oh, my God, 110 counts. I was like, oh, that's my a lot of counts, man. That's that's end of life. Yeah. I used to know a guy. Um, I shouldn't say used to. I mean, I still know him, I guess. Sure. Uh, but who 
was, I guess, charged with child pornography and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I used to work with him. And you know, I, I know he's met my daughter like in a parking lot with me around, thank God. Sure. Uh, but man, there are, and I, you never would have thought in a billion years yeah. that this guy that I, I knew and actually spent time with and talked to quite, quite often at work would have been that way. And mm-hmm. yet, yeah, I think he's still in jail. Um, I, I never found out what happened to the trial. Never really wanted to follow it. Didn't really care that much. Yeah. Other than I'm that glad he's in jail. And, you know, hopefully the justice system works for people like that. Yeah. But what is justice? See, this is, you know, we, we talked about this the other night on the CMS. I mean, to me, pedophiles worse than murderers by a lot, by yeah. a lot. Because it, it, if you murder somebody, at least they don't have to live with it. If you rape a kid, the kid has to ra- has to live with it for the rest of their life. They're constantly thinking about it. And it's like, man, it is so brutal. And and this many counts, you know, there's there's zero chance that none of it's true. You know, there's just zero chance that none of it's true. That, that's awful. I mean, t- dude, if half of it is bullshit, it's still 55 counts. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 55! The left says he's a minor attracted person. Yeah. Get it? Yeah, That's exactly. Awful. God, come on, man. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, I mean, it really is horrible. And I, 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 I really was, and I'm not, I'm not this guy that gets like sick to my stomach or anything, but I really nope. was put off when I heard this. You know, when it comes to stuff like that, yeah, it's, you're right. It's the most horrific crime you can possibly think of. Yeah. Just, just terrible, and take away the fact that I know the guy for a minute. I don't even like hearing that this happens in my state. You know what I mean? I I don't like I don't like our state that already has enough reputation problems dealing with this kind of shit. The problem is it happens everywhere, and you just I know that. But but again, like I said to you before, first place I found it when I Googled it was Yahoo. Not, yeah, not Cleveland.com or the Record Courier out in in Streetsboro. Yeah, it was Yahoo, and I was like, oh, man. But I was I, mean, I was watching. Speaking of another thing that happened in Ohio, but I, I was watching a, a a TV show that was talking about Jeffrey Dahmer, mm-hmm. and the host said, "Look, man, there's a Jeffrey Dahmer probably in this crowd right now." Yeah, and it, it sickens your stomach to think that the people that you walk by, the people that you deliver food to, the people that you see at the grocery store, the people yeah. wherever you are, there's somebody out there that is going to be uh, doing something horrific. Yeah, and you never know, and and, and that's the that's look. I'll share yet another story. So, uh, you remember when we had the All Star Game here, the baseball All Star Game? Yeah. Was that 2016? Maybe is that right? right? 16, I think. Yeah. Um. They had a big sting here in Ohio for um, people that were trying to hook up with underage kids, like an online sting. Yes. And I had another guy that I know that got wrapped up in that. And he he ended up doing like four years in jail. And he only got out because of COVID. But he got out because of COVID. And it's just, and, and this was another guy. This was a business owner. This was a, you know. He, he did, he, he, I don't want to say what he did. I don't want to bring him 
you know, he's trying to get his life back in order. I don't want to be yeah. that guy, but he worked in the food service industry and he did a lot of stuff with the schools, you know, and he was making great money. I mean, he was he was making probably two hundred fifty, three hundred thousand dollars a year and just gone. Now he's now he's like struggling two, three jobs to make to make ends meet. Which, which he should, you know, for doing that kind of shit. I mean, you shouldn't be forgiven about that stuff. But I mean, it just—I I don't understand it, and and it—it's never like the person you expect. No, you know, and it's scary to think about. Then you wonder who you can trust your kids with, and yeah. <laughs> when you it's, you know get a babysitter, or you mm-hmm. leave them at a daycare or whatever. I mean, it's. Terrifying to think about. It. Well, it is, it is, and I, I mean, dude, the 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 weirdest thing about it is when you really look at, when you look at it, the people that you wouldn't trust are probably the more trustworthy. The people <laughs> that are all tattooed up and tattoos on their face and their neck and all that stuff, <laughs> they're way. probably way more trustworthy than the, you know, the middle aged mom or dad because yeah, they're not trying to hide what they're doing yeah they're just <laughs> outwardly goofy but you know I, I it's 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 really tragic this one itself is just blew my mind i mean absolutely blew my mind and you know i i reached out to my um my friend who's the the brother of the wife of this guy yeah and and i was like hey what can we do and and you know, you know, me as a family, as a family friend, what can I do? You know, and he's like, ain't nothing to do. You know, you just got to let it play out. And How's the wife handling it? Um, How do you handle something like that? That's, that's, and then you wonder, what did she know? Did she know anything that was that, going on? You hope not. I'm pretty sure not. I, I mean, from the indications that I got from talking to my friend, her brother, I don't think I don't think that's the case. And she's not been arrested or charged or nothing. And this that charge is actually from March. So I think if they had any evidence at all that she was involved, she would have been she'd have been arrested as yeah, well. Yeah, I think this, this article came out because they added new new charges, new charges yeah, child pornography. Yeah, a lot so, of people manifesting itself today is at the internet. The internet's a big part of it. It's a huge part of it. The big yeah, because you can see anything you want on the internet. And then people go and try and live it. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of sad. It's kind of scary. I mean, because, again, when we were growing up, what did you have? You had a Playboy magazine. The worst Mm -hmm. you got was a Hustler magazine. Yeah. (laughs) But it wasn't at your fingertips the way that that kind of stuff is today. You can get whatever it is you want. Oh, yeah. With a push of a button on your phone. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, even I mean, children can get that shit now, and it's yep. terrifying. It, it and is. it does it does screw with people's minds. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not one to sit here and say that video games causes problems, and if you play Call of Duty, you're going to go out and start murdering people. Uh, but when it comes to a sick guy, whatever, mm-hmm. sitting there on his phone all day long looking at porn, some people it doesn't bother. You know, to me. Yeah. I mean, I hope my dad stopped listening. He probably did at some point. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I could look at porn all day long, and it's yeah. not going to affect me in any kind of negative light. Mm-hmm. You know? But other than it's looking at porn, maybe that's a negative in itself. But for some people, it does screw with them. Yeah, well, it does. And, and I guess it probably goes into the habits and whatnot. And, 
you know, I don't know about you, but I steer clear of anything that says, you know, says barely legal or <laughs> preteen yeah. or, you know, teen or whatever it says yes. on Pornhub. Back in the day when I used to look at that stuff, that was yeah. what I would avoid as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I definitely like the new one to avoid is petite. I, yeah. Dude, you got to really watch what you're doing. Yeah. I stick with MILF. Damn it, he's still listening. Really? All day? Well, you know, I can't find a job. <laughs> so you so, found a hand job. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it really can't, has become a problem. And it, anything on the internet is a problem at this point. You can find all the junk that you want. Mm-hmm. You said those videos. I can't remember what they were called. You probably would know. Or you could watch people actually... Killing animals and they're like a, it was a, oh like uh, they're almost like um what do you call those kind of like snuff films, snuff videos yeah but just for pets and stuff line of there was an actual line of videos out there I can't yeah, remember that where people called. put cats in microwaves and, and stuff yeah and they were yeah, they're horrible but it was you know stuff that you had to really it was underground crap to, to find mm-hmm. and now it's available wherever you want to yeah. find it mm-hmm. yeah I mean it's it's horrible but and it, that I don't do but I'm just telling you there is a market for whatever you want on the internet. And I am not a big person who believes in government control. But at what point do you control what is being put out there? Eh, well, I mean, you, you just have to make laws about what you can you're, you're, or what oh. you can't. More what you can't than what you can. And it needs to be very specific. It, it can't be. You can't put out there that that implication can be construed as as you know crime you got to say anybody under 18 years old cannot be displayed you know with this this or this not on them you know what i mean you got to be very specific on it and then make the laws that way but i mean people have been able to go on facebook live and and kill people yeah well i mean but there's criminals are not going to follow any laws anyway Right. I mean, well, that's, that's, the, that's, that's the truth of it. I don't know where you, you put the, how you get the restrictions, how you, you make them work. Uh, and I don't even know if I believe that there should be restrictions. I mean, obviously, yeah. there's certain things you should be posting, but I, I don't know what you do. I don't, well, I don't know what you do. What you do is when a situation like this comes up, 110 counts, you execute them. You make yeah. the penalty. You, you know, and, and I hate to say that about somebody that I considered a friend but if he is indeed guilty of all this put a bullet in him you know seriously put a bullet in him be done with it don't don't make it a three-year sentence or what you know i mean make it yeah, the penalties have to be harsh the penalties for everything should be harsh but now there's no penalties in a lot of well yeah i know we talked now about earlier like, when it comes now to shoplifting when it comes to whatever there's no penalties yeah go into sh- yeah, you know, anymore, anymore, you need that kind of, you know, you do something bad, you uh, you steal a car or something, you should get like twenty years. Yeah. Make it make it really really scary, unless you're somebody. Make it so that the only people that are going to do it are people that don't care if they live or die anyway, because if they're already to that point, they're not gonna they're not gonna try and obey the law anyway. But anybody else, anybody that actually still cares and, you know, thinks they're going through a bad patch or whatever or a bad breakup or whatever it is, make it so that beating their wife is a 15-year term or a 20-year term. Yeah. 
so that they really think twice before they give her that first smack. Yeah, absolutely. You, you know, I mean, that's that's what you have to do, but they won't. They'll never do that. Billy Moore checking in again. Uh, where's that other guy? Same place as most of Billy's phone calls. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> he can call in, you know, and but he refuses to do so. He refuses to answer my calls when I call, even though we're doing an event, supposedly, um, in just a, two a weeks. few weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Uh, June 21st, the 3rd District, feeding the police. Uh, Billy Morris with his smoking rock and roll food truck. That's right. Uh, but And I'm looking forward to that. I got to get it right out there. Maybe, maybe we'll see if we can't get Billy on Wednesday to talk about it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, that would be a, a call that you have to make, apparently. I'll make the call. Yeah, he'll answer your calls. Sometimes. <laughs> I love Billy, but you know, he's, I can get a hold, hold of the He's not quicker. the best on the phone. He's no. not the best on the phone. <laughs> How did he come in contact or find these poor kids? Um... I don't know. I, 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 I have to, I have to, I'm not just saying that I don't know. I have to declare ignorance here. I don't know any more than you guys can read. Honestly, that's, I, I've, I talked to, like I said, I talked to my friend's brother, who's, you know, the brother-in-law of, of Dave. And I didn't, I mean, how do you get into specifics of that? Yeah, how do you how do you phrase that? So, oh, what did so he by do? the way, <laughs> yeah, so what exactly did he do? Yeah. <laughs> you know, did he make kids blow him? I mean, I mean, what do you say? Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know what you do. Yeah, yeah, you you can't. Any, yeah, <laughs> it, it was an uncomfortable phone call or text. It was texting, but it was uncomfortable all the way around. Just having the texting was was uncomfortable as hell. You know, and, and really my only point was what can my family do for your family? You know, I didn't was, like I didn't like talking about these kind of stories. Yeah, I, I it was not comfortable. It definitely wasn't. But I definitely wanted to put support out there as a friend, friend to friend. You know, that's that's about all you could do <laughs> when it comes to the Internet. I don't know how you do any of this stuff anymore. I don't know. We can't control people in the streets. I don't know how you're going to control the Internet. Yeah, I know where people can hide in obscure. Apparently they can't hide in obscurity though. They can for a while, but then they get caught. <laughs> the new guy is more handsome. Yeah, that ain't true. Mike is way more handsome than me. Right, come on. Dignified. Way more handsome and dignified than me. Hey, well, he's still listening. He still hasn't called in. Call com. You know, I don't think I did the link, so don't worry no, about it. Don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> don't bother. I don't think I did the link. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. And, and in case you missed any of the episodes, anytime. Yes. That is the right. CMS, CMSTV.net. Mm-hmm. CMSRadio.net. That's right. CMSTV.net, CMSRadio.net. You can watch the episodes and you can listen to the episodes. That's right. If you and missed you it can... uh, today, Monday, it'll be on Tuesday. Yes, and, and then vice versa, all the, all the yeah, way Yeah, and then around. if you miss it Wednesday, it'll be on Thursday. But it's on seven days a week is a replay of whatever whatever we do during the week, four to six. And then you can catch all the episodes, because I post them, yes. on thesethwilliamshow.com. That's right. Thesethwilliamshow.com. Don't get it confused with sethwilliamshow.com. It's thesethwilliamshow.com. Is there a sethwilliamshow.com? I don't know. I looked it up before. Let me see. 
And I thought there was a, another Seth Williams show guy out there, but I, he might be a lot more popular than me. <laughs> well, let's see. No, it's good. Well, let's see. No, that's a dead site. Oh, well, maybe I think I show. just did it. I think I just bought the domain name just to buy the domain name. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know that I looked it up before. Like, I looked up. I think I was. Man, all this social media stuff kills me. I, I don't like the internet at all. Right. Um, but as so, you sit here doing an internet radio as I'm show, sitting here doing an internet <laughs> show. Uh, <laughs> but there's all these hashtag things, all this bullshit that you have to come mm. up with, and I don't understand hashtags even a little bit. Um, I, I think I kind of get it on TikTok now. You can follow it, Seth hash- Williams podcast. I think it is on TikTok. Seth Williams podcast sure. on TikTok. And. Um, Dude, hashtags are just ways to be found. It's just a search code. So if you wanted to put like hat like on this one, you would put hashtag sexual predator, hashtag Jim Renacy. Not wow. maybe not next to each I was other. Say, not next to each not other. Not next to each <laughs> other necessarily. <laughs> but um um hashtag Biden falls down. You know, pick pick the ones that make the like. I would think hashtag Biden falls down would be a great one because I'd imagine people are pulling those videos all the time to look at them, and then you'd be mixed into the mix. Hang on, Biden falls down. Hang on. The Fresh Maker. To me, like some of the best parts of that video are the ones where he turns around to try to find somebody to shake their hand. There's no one there. There's nobody there. Shake nope. hands with a ghost. And like it would be bad if it happened one time. But it's happened like numerous times. Yeah. It's just turned around. Hey, how you doing? And there's nobody there. He's just a clueless boob. But he really he's is. president, he might win again. Oh, I know. Dude, he's probably the front runner. Uh, Who would you vote for? Biden or Kamala? Oh, man. That's like signing your own death warrant. Well, it's like um, we're running Pence and Pence and Trump together. What if what if Kamala ran against Biden? I, I'd vote for Biden. I honestly would. I'd vote for Biden over because she's just an idiot. Like Biden, what stupid. is he? Well, he's stupid because he's old, and so I give him a pass a little bit because I think his mind is just going. So there's somebody else behind him pulling the strings and telling him what to say and what to do. However, yeah. Kamala is just dumb. I mean, she yeah, but he picked her. Stupid. He picked her to be next in line. No, somebody else picked her to be next in line, and they didn't think she was going to be actually become president. There's got to be a plan in place. Because there's got to be somebody. I'm, maybe I'm giving him too much credit, but there's got to be somebody behind the scenes saying, "This is what we had to do," because they picked Kamala, who hated Joe Biden to begin with, called him a racist, and they they picked, put those two together to try to beat Trump. They did it, I guess, yeah. legitimately or not. But they beat him. They won. But nobody can be that stupid to have her be next in line. There's got to be a plan see, in place. I see it completely the opposite way. I see it as they they were happy to have Biden get in there because they th- did not think he'd live all the way through. 
I I honestly thought that they put him in place to get Kamala Harris because she would never get the votes, but they thought he would die midway through the midway through his term, and then she would get in without having to be elected. She got next to no votes when she was running. I mean, she was really at which the is why of the which is why I'm saying they. But if if he was to drop dead, then she would be in without having to have a vote. Yeah, but I, I think there's there, there had to be a plan in place where she you know. She might be controlled. She She might be the easiest to control. She's controlled, too. They're both controlled. But she's too stupid to be controlled. I don't know. You think she's stupider than him? Yes. I do not think that. I think he's senile. I think she's just fucking dumb. Like, she's legitimately stupid. Well, she's stupid, but he can't think either. But I don't think that's his choice. (laughs) I think that he's just going. I think at a certain age, it just hit him, and he's, like, checking out. Um, her, I think she is just not smart. <laughs> and so I, I don't know what, I mean, if she's in charge, the country's in big time trouble. All right. And on that note, God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. We're all screwed. <laughs> I posted today, uh, like when I posted for everything, I was reading back what I put up and I posted like, yeah, Christianity under attack. Right. Biden falls a lot. This, that, and the other thing. It sounded like I was just saying everything just is horrible. And then I yeah. thought about it. Yes, it is. Just everything is horrible. Right. <laughs> yeah, we're and it's going to be more horrible if we don't change the presidency in a couple of years. That's it. We're in a bad state. In a bad, bad state. Yep. <laughs> Wait. What are you saying, Chris? Women can be controlled? That's not me. I, I totally think she can be controlled. I think the... The one that can't think straight and thinks he's shaking hands with ghosts is the one that can't be controlled. <laughs> he's a goof. Well, there's that. <laughs> uh, would be the same thing. Yeah. I don't know, man. Gunner. <laughs> we need to change things. Put that last one up real quick and then we'll get out of here. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. On that note, have a great night. Wednesday, uh, I think we're going to have Melissa on. She is the owner of Yellow Brick Road Auctions. Cool. Uh, Yellow Brick Road Auctions, great place to check out the website, yellowbrickroadauctions.com. It's a great site. She does very cool stuff. I think she's going to have some very interesting stories to tell us. Okay, excellent. And Tony Matashi will be on as well. Great. So thanks, Chris. I will talk to you on Wednesday as well. Sounds good. Yeah. See ya.